Hello everyone, welcome back to the King Radio Podcast. There may be some noise in the background because the neighbors next door who are super duper rich um, are doing construction on their house once again. Um, So, you know, just warning you, that ticks you off, then uh, too bad. You will listen to this episode. Um, That wasn't a mind trick. Anyway, so last time... Previously on Legends panel, no, previously on King Radio, we talked about, um, we ended on talking about Wade Robson, James, I basically dragged them for, um, talking about, you know, what Michael allegedly liked, um, their experiences that (laughs) allegedly involved sex. Um, that kind of thing. Um, I was reading some of the reviews for Leaving Neverland, and sadly, some people believe this BS, but others, I went to the one-star reviews, um, and one person, I think I'm gonna read the reviews before I get into where we left off, or I should go, or we can read the reviews after. I think I'll read a few right now, and there's a noise. Um, Someone was saying um, it was too long. Yeah, okay. Charlotte Ferguson says, I think it was way too long, four hours long. If there were evidence to support that, to support the accuser's statements, it would have been a lot shorter. But they have to draw you in and connect you on an emotional level. Although it is an extremely emotional film, it doesn't offer any new evidence. There has never been any evidence to support the allegations of Jackson, and it is the same with this film. I think it is very problematic that a bunch of the allegations in the doc have been proven false. One accuser, James Safechuck, claims he was abused in the Neverland train station in 1988. However, the train station wasn't built until 1994. And as a side note, it's, it was, um, the construction started in 1993. Six years later, six years later, six years later, it is so one-sided and emotionally manipulative that people who don't bother to do research into the other side of the argument will be so swayed by it when they don't know the facts, period. It's very dangerous, no pun intended, way to look at the allegations of anyone. People are watching something that has been proven false in a lot of ways, but they don't know they are, right? Or they do, but um, just honestly don't care and want to brainwash themselves which I think that's rare, but, you know, you never know. Um, If you want to know more, watch the following. Yes, please watch Square One. Square One. This one's the scary one. Um, Square One, Lies of Leaving Neverland, Take Two, Leaving Neverland, Raise Your Fist Videos, and Neverland First Hand. Yeah, they used um, a problem that Jordan... um, that Evan made up and act like the evidence isn't right there to debunk it. And um, they pulled on people's heartstrings by using an issue that is so problematic, so emotional, so hurtful um, to people like me who have actually been abused. Um, um, And disrespectful 
um, is just one of the words that comes to mind, but it's very mild. Um, this documentary was so hurtful in many ways. Um, this documentary is rubbish made without proof. Yup, filed, filled with false accu- uh, allegations just to destroy Michael Jackson's legacy. Yup, there's no real thing in it. We can never deny MJ's talent. He was super talented more than that. He was a god. He was a man of God and believed in well in welfare and loved children. This movie was made so people could earn a lot of money out of it. Don't watch it. Don't believe it. Isn't that an unreleased Michael Jackson song? Don't believe it. No, I'm not talking about Uptown Funk. I mean, like, don't believe it from... I think it's a dangerous outtake. Yeah. I can ask some of my friends and I'm forgetting to rate these ratings. So, anyway, I think I'm going to get right back to where we left off. Well, one person says they could, if they could give zero stars, they would. Same here, girl. I hate that you now have to give reviews. Like, you have to give a star. Um, I miss the days where you didn't have to. I'm sure a lot of you guys are. Um, so yeah, I called Leaving Neverland basically fanfiction and porn and erotica. Because it is. Um, I mean, can you really picture Michael doing that stuff? And really having... I mean, he had alarms in his house, but what do you expect? People were always, like, trying to, um, he needed security. They were always trying to, I mean, he had security guards, but they were always trying to, like, get into his place or whatever. And it's Michael Jackson. It's not like he was, I mean, do you, Don Lexi even said this. Do you really think that Michael Jackson would have alarms just to, and practice drills just to get his pants right back on, um, after making a child suck him off. I mean, do you really, you really think that? You really believe that? I mean, it's almost like they took a porn video, annotated it, and it's like, ooh, this looks good, let me, let me just add it to my lies. I mean, just listen to him. Listen to Wade, listen to James. I mean, then the whole thing isn't about, like, oh, and there's stories? I'm gonna get into that. Um, but the whole thing isn't about, like, oh my god, Michael Jackson abused me. It's more, it's not like, oh my god, Michael Jackson abused me, I'm feeling depressed. It's more like, ooh, Michael Jackson abused me and I loved it. Um, which people are saying, just because a person likes it doesn't mean that it wasn't abuse. And it's like, we understand that. At the same time, they're painting a picture that it's okay to like what you did with your abuser, which... I don't even know what to say to that because that wasn't my case. I I didn't like it. Um, though it wasn't like full on molestation, I guess. I was groomed. Um, I, it, I didn't enjoy it. Um, so you should talk to like actual people who have gone through that because, yeah. Um, oh, so in my notes, um, there's this author named Victor M. 
Gutierrez, I don't, I don't know, and I really don't care how to say his name because he's an asshole, if we're being frank. Um, but he wrote a book called Michael Jackson, What's My Lover? The Secret Diary of Jordan Chandler, which is actually, oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. He really thought we wouldn't realize this book was fake. And the fact that he's part of an organization that literally justifies pedophilia. I mean, he he fled the country because he didn't want to pay up the money that he owed the Jackson estate for tarnishing Michael's career. And guys, we love the guiltiness. Like, the level of disrespect towards Michael Joseph Jackson from false accusations um, made by chicken dancers and chicken people and um, money-hungry people and just, like, desperate people. It's, it's just, like, the level of disrespect is astronomical. And it's sad. It's, sad doesn't even come close. It, it's... I can think of awful. It's horrible. It's... Um, manipulative, it's deceitful, it's, um, it's awful. Um, oh, and then, um, some of you may know, if you're watching this, um, in March, um, cause today is the 8th, um, some of you may know that on, um, well, when I learned about it, it was February 25th, um, HBO is really trying to make a desperate comeback after 2019. Because um, they're in the middle of a lawsuit with the Michael Jackson estate right now. And we all know they're about to get their ass beat. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, but they're making a documentary on Tina Turner. Let me just take time to look up... Um, yeah, okay, HBO Documentary 2021, must-see series. Um, they're gonna make a Tina Turner documentary, the one that um, I'm really gonna be on, um, gonna be talking about, is uh, Alan versus Pharaoh, I think that's the order of the names. Um... Which the media, the same media that um, decides to slander um, an innocent black man, um, who they called a whack wild ape, they're um, they're trying to. Oh my god, Chadwick. Okay, I'm looking at the website. Sorry, guys, I'm distracted. <laughs> um, they're trying to um, make a comeback by making this documentary, but the media is um, criticizing them and saying. Um, this documentary is one side, and you should give Woody Allen um, a chance to a chance to um, deny the allegations, which I think they did. But um, this time it's about like Woody Allen and his children, and I think the first episode came out on February twenty first. Yeah, um, I mean, I obviously didn't watch it, you guys, because I knew what would happen. Woody Allen would have a voice that Michael did not, and his family didn't even get to have a voice. It's weird because um, they didn't allow 
um, the Jackson family to look at the documentary before it came out. But guess what? Celebrities that almost didn't have anything to do with Michael Jackson, except for the fact that he paved the way for these um, privileged artists, they got to have free access before it even premiered at Sundance. And I bet they were all white. <laughs> and Drake um, pulled a cowardly move that year and decided to take Don't Matter um, to me from a set list. And it's like, then um, last year, he sort of, I guess, like made up for it by um, name dropping Michael Jackson in one of his um, songs, I think, Tusi Slide. But it's like, you still need to explain why you took it out of your set list. Is it because of publicity? So what? You defend um, a black artist who is being falsely accused. I don't, I mean, even, even if they're not black, if they are being falsely accused, you stand up for that person, especially when you wouldn't be here. And that's on period. But it's like, why didn't you give Michael and his family a choice to, well, Michael wouldn't have been able to, but like through the estate, through the family, why didn't you give them time to, um, why didn't you give them access? I mean, these artists aren't even family to Michael or the Jackson family. Why did you give them access? I mean, it's clearly all about money, but, um, in my notes, I'm like, why didn't you let Paris BG or Prince be featured in the documentary? And Oh, and speaking of them, Wade, in one of your excuses, you claim that you didn't want to leave his kids without a father, but that's actually sick, considering if Michael did abuse children, which we know you didn't, um, if you hating peasants have made it this far into the podcast through episode one and now three, um, when you want to save his kids from um, some sexual, sensual monster that could possibly hurt them, um, isn't that why you're making this now? You had a vision of love. <sighs> Sorry, Mariah. Um, of your son getting molested by Michael. Yeah, cry me a river, just like your racist friend. It's Justina Timberflop. Um, sorry for that your rate whistle note. Anyway, I was gonna get into... What was I gonna... It had to do with children. Oh, it had to do with, like, the children testifying. Um, oh, so how, um, Wade and James, um, claim that Macaulay Culkin, Brett Barnes, maybe even Jordan, Gavin, um, their names were dropped in the documentary without their permission at all. Um, you, you didn't get permission to, um, name drop them. And by the way, all four of those, Gavin and Jordan, I've already admit that their parents were manipulating them. So, therefore, the documentary is, the documentary is already, um, it's been debunked. I almost didn't even have to go into the facts right there. It, it, it's already been debunked. If Jordan and Gavin have admit that they lied, um, then your story um, doesn't have a foundation anymore because um, you decide to name drop them and you said that, I wish I could have helped Gavin or Ezo. And I'm trying to copy his voice because it really does sound disgusting and um, irritating. But it's like, I wish I could have helped uh, Gavin Arvizo. And um, 
Jordan Chandler. And Dan Reed tries to act like, well, if you just look at the Michael Jackson, um, oh, I went right into Michael Jackson for a moment. If you just look at the Michael Jackson, um, just look at the Gavin Arviso case and the, uh, uh, and the Jordan Chandler, I'm in that category. Uh, like, no, you don't get to use those because they have admit that they lied, which I've said for like the thousandth time now. Um, and I shouldn't have had to. Um, anyway, but it's like, why didn't you didn't get permission from them to use their names? Um, therefore, you need to shut up. I must use a vulgar word. Um, and I think I've used enough. Um, sorry, I'm really on edge because something just happened, um, today that was just really irritating. Um, and so I may seem fine, but I'm not really. Um, anyway, but <laughs> that's basically my end. Um, but then, like, the next thing in my notes is... Unless you're Michael Jackson, this is almost like a continuation of that poem. Unless you're Michael Jackson, you and your family have a choice. And unless you're Michael Jackson, people don't decide what race you are. And unless you're Michael Jackson, the evidence that's been there to support you for the past 25 years doesn't get put off to the side without media coverage. And unless you're Michael Jackson, the most successful entertainer of all time, yeah, him. The media doesn't pick on you at every chance they can get. Because unless you're King Michael, Queen Whitney, Princess Brittany, or Empress Janet, Diane Sawyer, aka the devilish version of Princess Diana, won't treat you horribly on TV and try to turn all your friends against you, like this person in my life is doing. The racism is right there in the shade rights itself. And you know what, since earlier I mentioned Justin Timberflop um, and his racist self, we're going to bring J Br Janet and Brittany into this since, you know, I've got enough time to spare. Um, I just have to top uh, um, 29 minutes and 28 seconds um, until the podcast ends. So I've got, I've got plenty of time um, to shred him as much as I want. And you know what? Forget a scalping. I'm not gonna scalp him. I'm gonna decapitate him. So, um, Justina, why have you waited over 15 years to apologize, I put that loosely and in quotes, to Janet and Britney Spears? You got to make jokes about um, that wardrobe malfunction at award ceremonies while the world slandered Janet Jackson. And I know why you're only apologizing now. Even your delusional fans and Wade Robson know, and I bet your wife knows too. You're only apologizing now because... Well, actually, I'm gonna take back the sentence where I said Abel's performance was a flop because I've watched it several times and I actually love it. Um, because of that Super Bowl performance, it brought up past Super Bowls, both iconic of the iconic and cringiest of the cringe. Your Super Bowl was cringy. Why? No, I got to ask you the questions. Why did you get to do the tribute to Prince? After you said all lives matter and made, made fun of Prince and his height, you of all people did the tribute? Whose idea was that? 
and also, I noticed in the beginning of your show, you tried to do a subtle Michael Jackson move. No, you are not him. And you don't get to say that he was your inspiration when you originally said that the Rat Pack was your inspiration. Because right after he died, all of a sudden, you changed your tune. You're almost worse than Wade Robson. But not really. Because that's a whole different issue. I mean, like, why didn't they get Diana or Beyonce or Shaka Khan for the Super Bowl? Just, like, I mean, like, Janet would have taken the show away if at least she, um, at least she actually worked with Prince. Um, I hope that she gets to do a Super Bowl now. And I find it really kind of disrespectful that they, um, took off the blacklist on her name for the Super Bowl and unbanned her because Justin Timberlake was performing for the Super Bowl. I forgot what year that was. Um, if anything, it won't top Beyonce's, it won't top Michael's, obviously. Um, it obviously won't top Prince's. He performed in the rain, which, um, <laughs> wow, that's just perfect timing. Um, um, and it won't top Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and Coldplay's. I mean, I watched that well, yesterday, I loved it. It was amazing. And they gave, they gave plenty of time for that Michael Jackson clip. That Michael Jackson clips. Um, those Michael Jackson clips. Um, anyway, you're only apologizing now because um, you're getting the hate after the Britney Spears documentary Framing Britney. Um, you didn't defend Britney when Diane Sawyer made her cry on live TV. When... Um, Miss Wrinkly Raggedy Satanic version of Lady Die believe what you said about Britney doing something bad. Which, you know what? I'm gonna blame that on Wade. I'm sorry. But, like, he cheated on, um, his girlfriend and he made Britney cheat on you. Um, and you didn't defend her. Um, and Wade, you better confess to ruining their relationship or else the Moonwalkers are going to destroy your, um, career as much as they already have. And the Britney army. Um, people are only now um, calling the Super Bowl Janet Jackson Appreciation Day, which actually makes sense. Um, and why does that make sense? Because just as a black person doesn't pull the cops trigger on them on themselves, Janet Jackson didn't reveal her breast. You did. And guess what? They didn't practice and plan that part. And so what if she had a nipple piercing right there? It doesn't mean that they were planning it that day. And actually, Justin was supposed to real reveal the red lace and not the whole thing. And no, this isn't about someone pulling too hard. This is about the fact that somebody did something that they shouldn't have done. The racism and sexism, let me just get into that. Justin got to make jokes and stay silent, but Janet had to issue an apology for something that wasn't her fault? How dare you for not speaking up? It was your fault. You pulled it. Everyone decided to come after her when Madonna, I guess, according to Entertainment Tonight, which they seem to be obsessed with the Jackson family and not being able to defend him, um, that, like, um, Madonna was her rival at the time, I guess, and that she was doing the same things and doing sexual things, but, like, so what if Janet did it on purpose or not, or if they planned it? It... It, like, what? Why are their standards different for a black person, let alone a black woman? The most misunderstood person. Um, I mean, I still can't believe that Justin got to sit back and relax 
as two women, those being um, Janet and Brittany, were slandered by the media, and he got fame at their expense just because of some mistake that he made. Um, oh my god. I think our episode has come to a close. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the debunking and the reading, um, of Leaving Neverland. Um, I certainly enjoyed shredding them and scalping them and maybe even decapitating them. Um, that's not literally, that's a figure of speech. So you triggering people, um, don't take it seriously when you guys call us snowflakes, but you are. Um, anyway, this is the end of episode three. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, stay tuned for the next episode. I'm not sure what I want that to be about. Originally, I was going to have this third episode be about what was happening in my life. Um... But then I realized that it, like, wouldn't be good. I would be giving the person life. Um, I would be giving the person attention that they don't deserve. Um, I'd just be fueling them. Um, and fueling my anger and my upset. So, um, I hope you did enjoy this episode. I know it's a little bit shorter (laughs) than the other ones. But, um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, so I'll see you next time. Not sure what this episode is, not sure what this podcast is going to go to. Um, good afternoon, good night. Um, see you guys later or hear from you guys later. Bye.